Hello, everybody, and welcome to Asynchronous, a video game catch-up show. My name is AJ. My name is Kim. And we are back again. Episode 7 of Season 6, which is just <laughs> every time I see the 6, I, like, mm-hmm. die a little bit. Well, we churn through seasons pretty quick, right? We churn through seasons pretty quick, but that does not change the... Uh, sticker shock every single time i see a new season we're talking about mass effect 3 still and we're doing the citadel and the mission on the oh i forgot to write down the name of the planet masana on masana or is that that might be the system the system whatever whatever. yeah you get it you get it and if you're not (laughs) and if you don't that means you're not playing along with us and i'm like I, I hello i guess like are, how yeah. how is it listening to us talk about a game you're not playing <laughs> I, like thank you i guess well, yes thank you sorry yeah um but yeah that oh, it must be an interesting experience to hear all of this secondhand yeah. i do have to say though we i know for a fact that people listen to our 13 sentinel season without playing that game and this has got to be much easier to follow mm-hmm. <laughs> um, surely surely <laughs> But what might not be as easy to follow, it's a great segue, uh, mm-hmm. is the bullshit that we do sometimes because we're very specific yeah. about the vibes of these squad mates. And if you don't know them, then I think it gets kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. Kim, what's the bullshit today? Well, you know, AJ, this one might have a little bit more um, <coughs> universal appeal. I'm doing something a little bit different today. Okay. And um, I do... I'm going to apologize in advance for the Ringo bone chewing noises that are going to be mixed in here. But if, I, you, you ever just need to relax? Yeah, always. Why don't, why don't we relax and do a little bit of ASMR? Oh, Jesus um, Christ. Okay. All right. Yeah, okay. Because uh, what I have for you today is the Caden Alenko figurine unboxing <gasps> ASMR. The Caden Alenko. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, yes. Wow pause from an auditory perspective can we do this <laughs> we can yeah we absolutely okay. can um I, I i will uh uh i will just I'll, I'll call out uh if if you don't like asmr if that's not your thing there are chapter markers in the show notes and also maybe in the podcatcher so you might just want to skip to the next section where we're actually talking about the game and not i guess i guess i, guess I should be like whispering <laughs> but <laughs> anyway thank you for listening to the show i'll see you in a minute goodbye Good- okay. goodbye hello <laughs> so those of you who were here last week may have heard me talk about the fact that I ordered the Caden Alenko figurine um, and he has arrived. So I thought I would unbox it here together with all of you um, and and do a little bit of light ASMR because I happen to have these. Um, wow, they're really nice. Uh, press on, press on long fingernails right now that are <laughs> great. Ringo, please. <laughs> Ringo. <laughs> Ruining mommy's vibe. That's what the R stands for in ASMR. Yeah. R- Ringo. ASM Ringo. So um yeah, we're oh. gonna unbox. <laughs> so this is this is absolutely this is maybe one of the most unhinged things I've ever done. Yeah. On a show. So <clears throat> I'm having You're a welcome. I'm having a great time. <laughs> are off to a great start yeah okay so this is in the box that it that it was delivered in i haven't opened that yet so you can hear some some great uh tape crinkles great ringos <laughs> 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 
<laughs> what do you want? Come here. Buddy. This is why I can never be an ASM artist. <laughs> so, uh, this is a cardboard box. Wonderful. <laughs> now, as you may recall, Caden uh, is, is sitting. Oh, yes. Drinking a beer. So, I have
I must. I need uh, to look it up now. So we'll be doing that while you're doing this. Fantastic. Um, as for styrofoam, I haven't seen a lot of styrofoam. I imagine some people like it, some people don't. Um, that's the thing about ASMR is there's so many possibilities. And some people are going to like it and some people aren't. Of course, of course. There's so many this, tabs. This isn't doing much. Here's the thing about styrofoam is it, it, it does, just as it deadens the force of of, you know, being knocked around by like a FedEx delivery person. Sure. It does also deaden sound. There's not, there's not much there. Not much to write home about. Not much to write home No, no. Oh, no. Okay, one of the one of the autofill options on YouTube was styrofoam ASMR eating. No, and I don't Okay, that's one thing I can't do is the eating ASMR. That shit grosses me out. But I why are you eating styrofoam? Don't That's also a very good point. Don't do that. It's not Don't. Here here at Async we are very um inclusive and open and uh uh open-minded, but not when it comes to eating styrofoam. <laughs> yeah. But now this person really is is kind of inspiring. ASMR wet floral foam dot 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 my studio flooded so they're using they're using the foam from their flooded studio to now make content to I assume pay for things that's that fucking grind set and that's why we wanted to be on that shit that's thinking outside the box also floral foam ASMR is pretty good I've enjoyed that. Floral foam is really nice because you can just like do whatever you want with it. Crush just, it. Just like squish it. Yeah. Oh, somebody did it with the Art of Mass Effect book. Wow. That's probably oh. pretty good. Kim, I... I have that book. I have one I need to send you. Oh, no. Kara's <laughs> themed. <laughs> <laughs> Who's to say? Oh, my goodness. Does he have face prosthetics? <gasps> he does. This is a person Jesus. with full Garrus. C-Sec. Full Garrus face prosthetics. C-Sec interview role play. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. This is so much this is so much work for one extremely specific video. Yeah, but I'm let me tell you, it's got uh only forty-eight thousand views, honestly. It, that's really like but it's only from two months ago so oh oh my god i don't like that he has his cerberus armor on that feels kind of dirty it does doesn't he it doesn't make it sense does. if it's a c-sec interview why would he have his cerberus armor on continuity is all fucked up i would like to talk to jim asmr about the continuity jim. of his mass effect space jim this is embarrassing no it's, i'm sorry it's okay jim you're doing great but maybe just think about continuity Okay, I'm about to open Kate. Okay. <clears throat> what, what, what was that? <laughs> that was me being startled by the a piece of tape that I hadn't cut. <laughs> ah, I see. Oh, he's, he's wrapped in some plastic. He is fused to this chair. Oh, why is the chair? It's have its own picture on the box. I don't know. 
car is just the back of the chair. They show you from all angles oh. so you can know exactly what you're getting yourself into. Understood. A full, a full 360 view. Understood. I'm just going to remove these silica gel packets. Okay. Well, okay. we're that, here, and that, happened. Uh, that I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. I mean, it's totally, totally normal episode, uh, and we're back 
talking mm-hmm. about our time on the Citadel post the Citadel mission. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just talking about running around the Citadel. Rest in peace to Thane. Rest You're a peace. real one. And let's just start off. Uh, we, we, we start off still in Huerta Memorial. Uh, and I did, as a matter of fact, look through the window to Thane's room <laughs> and Kolyat and Thane are still in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's fucking sad. Anyway, uh, so that we had a lot of stuff <laughs> to like hand in in the Citadel to varying degrees of relevance, I would say. It's just stuff that gives you more war assets that I yeah. don't necessarily think we really need to super get into. Just homework that we're turning in. Yeah, basically it's homework. Um, and we picked up, let me tell you, gang, so much more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so much more this time running around. It's like cool and makes the world feel alive but it's also it's just like man it feels like a grocery list you know it's just like yeah hey go here get this thing come back talk to this person and then you get a war asset yeah and it's not Um, even i mean it's not even like little most of the time it's not even little like missions it's just like scan planet fine thing right yeah scan planet i've detected something don't get caught by the reapers yeah don't get caught um so it's like fine. I don't know. I, I conceptually, I think it's interesting, but I do think it is already worn out. It's welcome after the first like three that I did. And now I have like nine more. So I'm just kind mm-hmm. of like, I'm going to do them, yeah. you know, but it's not exciting. No. Um, and it doesn't even give you the like, I, I feel like Mass Effect 2 in a way had this where we had to like go. I mean, similarly, you had to scan and go to the other planets and get resources and stuff. But like that to me i guess at least was had a degree of excitement to it because it was like oh i found a a planet that is like really platinum rich or something Mm -hmm. or like oh this one's got a lot of iridium yeah um and then when you find a planet with ezo on it it's like oh man i've hit the jackpot you know like there is like a certain level of like um not risk reward but it's like yeah it's interesting it's like i don't know exactly what i'm gonna get here and let's like let's see what happens and oh i i didn't say interesting i said it's ding Oh, it's ding. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's, tr- it triggers the ding, the ding in the brain for those of us ding boys out there. Yeah. Number go up. Mm-hmm. We shoot. We shoot probe and number go higher. Yeah, it's fun, too. And you get all, you're like, oh, I've got all this platinum now. And then when you're done, it's like, hey, you can you can do th- this uh, thing now. You can create like this yeah cool gun or yeah and i think that's part of it too it's like it was like a crafting mechanic in Mm -hmm. some ways where this is like you get war assets which is like nice and important for the game obviously but it's like way less tangible Mm -hmm. than like oh well i can build a gun like i can get this gun upgrade or whatever which is like stuff i wasn't really necessarily even doing with you know all the time but it was like at least i i could see or like feel the effects of this thing on the game it's like Mm -hmm. i you know i've reached the point now where my war assets are above the minimum minimum threshold and i'm like okay cool i still don't even really know what this means Mm -hmm. and i won't know exactly what it means until like it's the moment where we need to test our war asset. You know, it's not like a, a, a recurrent. I mean, maybe it is. I don't I don't know. But I don't feel like it's going to be like a recurring thing throughout the game where it's like, oh, make sure your war assets are high. It's like you reach the threshold and then it's like it's just there. And then, it, you know, it, there's like a test at some point. But anyway, so a lot of that. <laughs> I'm intentionally not saying anything about the significance of the war assets. I was I was looking like off center of mm-hmm. where the uh, the video chat is, so I couldn't really see your facial reaction. But yeah, so I, it, it's fine. I, I don't know. I think it's interesting and I, I think it is cool to build up the war assets and it's fun mm-hmm. to like read that stuff. But it's I don't know. It's just yeah, like, oh, OK, it's, it's it's fun to like sort of build out 
okay, here's like all, I think it does help like flesh out the world in terms of like, here's all these different things that are going on. Here's all these different Definitely. like, like resources that will make a difference in X, Y, and Z way. Sometimes it's just like, you know, it makes, it's like a cultural thing for one of the, the like alien races that like, okay, we'll help you with the crucible. You know, like it's, it's, it's not always like, the most interesting but it's it is fun to make it insofar as it makes it feel like a little bit like lived in and and gives you Mm -hmm. the sense of like here's all these other things that are going on it's not just like me fighting the reapers but definitely it is not like the most exciting game mechanic and certainly nothing that i think we should like spend a whole lot more time like discussing in the in detail no i don't think so but i think you're totally right like i think it's really cool to see the world building that is happening Mm -hmm. here with like you know i mean especially with the batarians specifically like you get the book of arun or something which Mm -hmm. is like this like foundational book to the batarian religion you know faith belief system whatever and you give it to the preacher and it like ups uh the war assets for the batarians because they're like you know they're feeling like more of a sense of community or they're feeling uplifted or whatever um and i think for the batarians specifically it's like we don't get a whole lot of batarian stuff anyway besides like oh well they're in where the reapers show up first and so they're all dead sorry mm-hmm. but yeah so that stuff and and uh, yeah there's nothing really super interesting or specific about it uh walking around the presidium commons uh i ran into officer Knowles. yes uh from the csec office uh in, in the presidium and uh she's basically just like someone's hacking key systems and something about batarian diplomatic codes it was all it was kind of just like speak that i was like yes i i know these words mm-hmm. um somebody's hacking systems it's not great and there are like batarian codes being used or something um yeah. cool so i think just really quick you like run around and you find well you have to go to the specter office to activate the ability to like be able to find these things oh and i realized i or in in that area also i have finally freed uh donnelly <laughs> so he is back on the ship oh nice yeah um so welcome back but yeah so you you scan the three things and then the final one is in the docks where all the refugees are being held and when you get there you're like oh hey Knowles, i found the final thing and she says what you're breaking up and then you're being held at gunpoint um and kim i don't remember what Jin did in mass effect one regarding balak I don't remember either because I have not done this yet. Oh, Presidium Commons is the last place that I went to in the Citadel. Mm. And I got and then I got the codes. But then I did forget to like follow through on that one. So I was going to say <laughs> okay. another time. I think I I think I let him live. So we get held up at gunpoint by a Batarian and surprise. It's Balak from that one side mission we did in Mass Effect 1. Where Isn't this, this was the DLC that was on the asteroid that was heading to. Do I have that right? Yes, um, you're right. I have bring the down the sky. One. That's what. It, that's yes, what it bring down the um, sky. Very cool deal. So yeah, Balak was that the guy who um he's like a lower level guy, and you encounter him mm-hmm. in the first area. Um, yes, right, and he's like um you like sort of let him go, yeah. or you can just kill him. Yeah, yeah. So uh Gortney let him go, and then he basically is like blaming us for the deaths of like all the batarians who have died including the ones from arrival but also including all of the other ones on other planets and etc he's blaming them all on us um and he says 
that uh, after Bring Down the Sky, after we stopped that asteroid from crashing into that planet, uh, the Batarians increased the efforts um, to look into this, uh, quote, organic ship they found on Jartar 20 years ago. Uh, and so it's like brought to light that, oh, the Batarians found a Reaper 20 years ago and have been like working on it and all the people working on it became indoctrinated because that is what happens. And so then when the Reapers invaded Batarian space, all of those people who had worked on the 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 quote unquote organic ship uh, turned on their own and you know, killed a bunch of Batarians like from from the inside, from planet nice. side. So it wasn't even, you know, the Reapers didn't even have to blow up the planet or anything. Uh, and so Balak is very upset about that, understandably so. And uh, but he's made it as a refugee to the Citadel. And he says, uh, but he can't save anybody because he's like stuck on the Citadel. He can't like, you know, go and, and, and do anything. But he also tells us now he is the highest ranking military member in the Batarian uh, hegemony. Uh, so he thinks that like, you know, if, if I kill you, then, you know, I will be a war hero or whatever. And then you're basically just like, Hey, uh, if I, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry that I, I, you know, I did a rival. Uh, I'm sorry that I did that, but like I held off the Reapers because I needed to do it. And I really, you know, I tried to warn your people, but I didn't have a chance to, and I'm really sorry about everything and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, you know, we could we could join forces. You could help us out. And then he's just kind of and if you have it's like a Paragon Renegade. If you have the like enough uh, points, you can just like say the thing that will sway him. And so I had Courtney, Courtney say the, Courtney. Who's Courtney? Who is I had, I had Courtney just say the like auto wind Paragon thing, which was just like, help us. And then he's like, oh, fine. <laughs> uh, and so he basically just, you, you know, tells all available Batarian military ships to like join the the fleet uh and then he runs away and then immediately after he runs away <laughs> Knowles like strolls up to you and it's like oh my god do you need help <laughs> like, i was just being held at gunpoint for like three In the minutes of the citadel <laughs> yeah um anyway but uh so so you're like no he's fine and he's gonna help us so like i i guess thanks for whatever but he tells you that he like got some info like where reapers are planning on uh attacking and stuff because he was tapping into citadel comms um and so that's what he was doing there you go that's that mission nice. <laughs> great um <laughs> Did you do the one with the Batarian terrorist who was yes, in I the did. med bay? Mm -hmm. Okay. I think that one's really good, actually. Yeah. So you you come across these two people just like talking the Presidium who are like, I can't believe that he's still, they're still keeping him alive. He's a terrorist. The people just don't know because, you know, uh, all of his files got wiped because the Batarians were wiped out. Mm. But he killed so many people. He's a terrorist, et cetera, et cetera. And he got really hurt during the raid on the Citadel. So he is being like life supported in the refugee docks so you go down there to find this batarian terrorist and you just go up to the nurse and you're like hey i would like to talk to your dying patient and the nurse <laughs> is like okay and just like lets you do it i'm i'm motherfucking commander shepherd i can do whatever i want <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess that's fair so you go up and you, you talk to him and he's you know being a disgruntled batarian because you're commander shepherd and he knows what you did on aratot um which is the arrival dlc and you're like look i did i did everything i could and and you know i'm, I'm sorry about your people etc cetera, etc cetera. um and then he basically is just like look if you really want to help out disconnect my life support um because he is like 
basically being kept alive by like, you know, a respirator or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Gortney did. So did Jen. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, sure. You know, guy did bad stuff, but whatever. He's dying. So it's just yeah. like, let, and he says, like, let me die so I can be with my family or something, mm-hmm. um, which is just like, yeah, I'm uh, sure. Yeah. I like that one a I, lot. I it. Like, it's not yeah. I don't know. It's not trying to say, I think, all that much other than like no. shit's tough. Like <laughs> this is like the last wish of a dying man. And it's like, I don't know. There's something very poignant about it. There is. And it's like, I, I feel like if you think about it a lot or like you think about it hard enough, you can like come away with some stuff. But I think even not thinking about it super duper hard, it's like, yeah, I mean, I get the point. You know, people do sh- shitty stuff in the past, but like this dude is at the lowest possible point. He, you know, like everybody else in his race, except for like, I don't know, 200 mm-hmm. other people or something are like dead because these giant robots showed up and immediately wiped them out. Uh, and then he got really hurt like in a in a raid by these shitty humans like i don't think the dude can get any lower than he is right now Mm -hmm. you know it's like does he really need to like go to prison you know so yeah i thought it was it was nice it was fine um and then the nurse is just like standing there with with the dead guy behind him (laughs) he just does not react concerned yeah (laughs) uh did you do the one with uh the documentary filmmaker I did. Yes, mm-hmm. please walk yeah. us through the documentary. So uh, you're this is you get this quest down in the docking bay um, where refugees are being kept and mm-hmm. you run into Solik Voss, who is a Salarian mm-hmm. documentary filmmaker. He's trying to like document the stories of the refugees here, um, but CSEC isn't letting him in. So <laughs> Shepard agrees to like take some footage for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you go in and basically there's like just different points where you can like, you know, take footage for him. Um, yeah. and it's like, it's not that, I don't know. It's, it's not that remarkable beyond that. No. But like the idea is like, we're helping the the plight of refugees by like, you know, spreading awareness about, about what's going on with them. Um, yeah. Which is like, lightly, lightly exploiting them. <laughs> I don't I, I don't know. Um Yeah, I know. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so but like what's what is going on in the docking bay right now is and this is I had alluded to this in a previous episode where each time you return to the citadel things have changed. Um and mm. in in this case in this docking bay you see like there are more refugees each time you come. Now there is this like wall of like miss missing posters of like mm-hmm. people trying to like find loved ones or um mm-hmm. just sort of memorialize the lost um and people are there mourning um there is one of my favorite of these just like stand nearby and overhear a conversation mm. things is uh this teen human girl Ugh. who's standing yeah. she's just like standing around and um a turian guard is like hey like what are you what are you doing here? And she's like, well, I'm just waiting for my family. They were supposed to like come out on the next shuttle. So um, he's like, okay, well, if anybody bothers you, let me know. Mm-hmm. And, um, and each time you come back on this visit to the Citadel, he's like, still waiting. And she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they will be along any, any mm-hmm. minute. Um, and I think that they are still there next time we, we come to the Citadel. So I won't mm-hmm. spoil, um, how that ends but yeah there's yeah. it's it, it's like a very sweet sort of like poignant thing of like you know he's trying to like offer 
sort of some level of comfort and safety for mm-hmm. this this refugee girl um yeah for that's some, really uh, sad yeah on the complete opposite emotional side of the spectrum james is here playing <laughs> yeah. poker with some yeah. refugees yeah um and uh if you talk to him you say try not to lose everything those clothes are alliance property mm-hmm. and uh there's also a shepherd vi here for mm-hmm. some reason and you can talk yeah. to it and then Shep is like, is that what I sound like? And again, <laughs> it's like a yeah. weird uh, sort of emotional highs and lows. In, yeah, it's very strange in this area. Um, that, that, that VI, one of the things it says is like, I can predict what the real Shepherd would say with 7% accuracy. Yeah, very good. <laughs> OK, <laughs> uh, really funny. Yeah. Uh, so then uh, you could go up to Purgatory mm-hmm. uh, and there's some some stuff to do. Jack is in there hanging out. Uh, checking the duty rosters of uh, previous and current students. And it's like, oh, yeah, they're all helping with the war effort, et cetera, et cetera. Um, she's like, I'm actually doing this for fun. I think you rubbed off on me. <laughs> uh, and then she thanks us for, like, putting her students in support positions because, mm-hmm. like, she doesn't want them to die. And then and then we're like, hey, you should loosen up. <laughs> you should loosen up a little bit. Why don't you, yeah. like... Let your hair down. Yeah, Shepard is like, Jack, you should like, you know, take a break. And And then they go dance for for like 30 seconds. It's there are certain moments of writing in this game where I'm like, do I know who Shepard is? Like, I thought I had a bead on who this person was, Mm -hmm. but I don't know if I do really. Yeah. It's just it's very funny. Um, It is. It it feels like the kind of thing that should be an option. Um. (laughs) <laughs> yeah right it does um uh, yeah um the yeah. she jack also says shepherd everyone knows you can't dance um <laughs> yes. which is uh not something i knew previously <laughs> before shepherd mass effect three but yeah uh shepherd is canonically a bad dancer every chance i got to make Gourtney dance mm-hmm. uh, I, in mass effect 2 i did so yeah. you know i she, she loves she loves to move mm, um i love that for her speaking of dancing uh edie is just like standing on the dance floor and you're like hey what's up for some reason shepherd decides this is the moment to be like what's your skin made out of (laughs) yes that's what it is yeah she she like explains kind of like technologically how all that works um but Mm -hmm. it's all building to a punchline of um about her hair if it has recently been exposed to water i can't do a thing with it really good Um, really good yeah i do think the hair tech is kind of interesting where like she can make it a hard helmet basically or Mm -hmm. she can just like form it into individual strands uh that's kind of cool but also did we need to did we need the like if it's if it's humid outside i can't do anything with my hair joke like i don't i mean listen it's relatable um sure (laughs) i mean definitely uh but uh, i don't know man yeah also in purgatory uh joker is here and is just like hanging out at the bar um mm-hmm. and he says uh he says man he says something along the lines of like people must be really freaked out and you're like what they're dancing and he's like oh no 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 this isn't like i'm having fun dancing this is like forget my problems mm-hmm. dancing uh look at the arms or something yeah. <laughs> it's like oh, okay and he comes back to this conversation that you've had in the past of like Hey, so like technically Edie's not a squad mate, so it's like not against the <laughs> rules if we like fraternize or whatever. Um, and to which Courtney was like, 
Joker, please stop. Like, stop trying to date this this oh. robot. And then, well, and then he's like, yeah, you're right. It's stupid. And then I felt bad because he, like, mm-hmm. sounds upset. And then Gortney was like, well, like, I, I wrote in my notes, I don't want to encourage it, but I don't want to tell him to not do it. I just, like, want to stay out of it, <laughs> um, which is, like, where I left it off in the last conversation mm-hmm. we had about joker and Edie. i was like look if you 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 figure that out this is like not my (laughs) problem not my territory i don't care but in this one i was like look he because he says you know you're right it's stupid and then you're like well since when do you care about looking stupid uh and he's like you know what you're right uh and then goes up to the dance floor and begins dancing Mm. Jin's conversation here went a little bit differently i guess because the previous conversation went differently Mm. So first, I think it's interesting, um, and I assume this is the same either way, but um, the way that you like segue into this conversation is um, Joker's like, you know, I like on the subject of like watching people dance. He's like, I've had a lot of opportunities to like sit and watch on the sidelines. Um, Speaking of which, what do you think about me and Edie? Mm. And uh, my thing is, I'm like, listen, it's the end of the fucking world. You want to fuck a robot? Be my guest. Like, (laughs) you know, whatever. Um, so so i was just like well Damn. why what about it why not why not go for it and he was like <laughs> well i could break a bone from some light over the clothes action for one <laughs> okay nice i didn't i wasn't talking about you because i don't even know if you can i don't even know if you could do that with ed but it's not it's definitely not what i was talking about but i'm like oh and he's like well and i'm also like <coughs> worried about like getting my heart broken (laughs) oh my god Um, and so i don't know if this if this part is the same now um but yeah but he's like it's stupid um Mm. and so i don't know if this is exactly the same but the way that that jen said it was like if you could be out there right now on the dance floor would you be waving your arms and he was like yeah i would be so he's (laughs) like go for it um yeah but I, this conversation is so wild to me because it's like a bizarre mix of like poignant and like weirdly horny. Yeah. And, you know, like this whole conversation about how like he's always sat on the sidelines and like, you know, like this could be like everyone's last hurrah. So like go do the thing that you want to do. Like, yeah. But at the same time, it being like, well, I'm worried about fucking the robot. It's like, you don't have to fuck the robot. <laughs> Nobody's uh, making you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you could just have an emotional connection to the robot. But yeah, yeah it's I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, he goes yeah. and dances with her. Good, good for them. It's it's cute, I guess. Yeah. Um, the the thing exactly, that prompts. That's exactly how I feel about this relationship. It's cute. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Um, but the thing, the exact line that prompts Joker's you're right, it's stupid on my end was the shepherd saying she's made of metal and you have brittle bone disease. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, you're right, it's stupid. It's like, funny. Jesus fucking savage, dude. God. <laughs> anyway, so that's that happens in purgatory. Uh, also, Arya's here um, still. And I just mm-hmm. I just want to point that out because I, I like Arya. Don't we all? Don't we all? Uh, let's see what. Uh, the final thing I have before getting onto the Normandy is the conversation with Cortez on the docking mm-hmm. bay. Did you have anything else? I just had a couple more things in the yeah. just in the Spectre office. Um, you can mm. authorize Grissom instructors to use Citadel oh, sure. facilities to train students, which like helps your war assets. Um, there were a few other things. There was like a like a 
like surveillance one that I was like, I'm not going to do that. Um, yeah, there was a surveillance state one that I really I mm-hmm. opted out of hard. Yeah, um, <laughs> there was another one that was like, oh, maybe it was the Grissom instructor one. There, uh, there was something where it was like, we don't have enough money to like do this thing that would help with security. Um, and so I was like, let's do this thing that would take it out of like these people's paychecks, like, mm. like, like bonuses or something for, mm. um, I forgot what it was exactly. Um, but yeah. I was like, yeah, that thing that takes money <laughs> away from the rich people, that's fine. Yes. There was also a, uh, civilian militia training one. Um, that was it. That was it. Yeah. It oh, was okay, like, we okay. don't have the money to train the civilian militia. Oh. So it was like, it, I think it was like, it took it out of like the, the C-Sec, like, execs bonus i don't know <laughs> yeah um because yeah, part of that conversation there was a guy who was like we should just give everyone guns and the other yeah. guy was like no we shouldn't are you crazy <laughs> uh and then you end up with like well maybe if we train them how to use the mm-hmm. guns it'll be good maybe um, maybe. Um, and then the last thing is there's just sort of like a little news report that's like hey fyi we have like the council races have enough money to continue to sustain this war effort for approximately a year. And after that, we're looking at galactic financial collapse. So it's <laughs> just an FYI. It was like, okay, nice. great. Um, <laughs> Let's hold out for a year so we can all go back to a barter system and then mm-hmm. everything will be fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now, uh, before we head back to the Normandy, we do see one Steve Cortez standing and looking out over the ships flying around the citadel and he's just so sweet i love this man yeah he's just like watching the ships fly by and you're like oh good you've like taken my advice to have some shore leave he's like yeah it's it's nice whatever and then he like sees a turian warship and he's like oh there's a turian warship rolling in you're like oh i wonder what they're doing here and he's like uh you know he's probably just looking for a dry dock and you know trying not to like just trying to land in somewhere that's like safe and friendly um Mm -hmm. and then he says alone limping looking for a haven Maybe it would have been better to just go down fighting like their families back home, uh, which is like great. But also like the thinnest veiled, like yeah. personal narrative <laughs> thing is so funny. And, Sh- and Shepard's like a little like <sighs> if only. it's very like <laughs> it's just yeah. like a sad, sad emo man. He's really a, yeah, he's a very sad emo man. And so then Shepard's like the are you talking about the Turians or are you talking about yourself? <laughs> um, to which he responds with like, I should have been there with Robert when, mm-hmm. when he died and he's like really broken up about it. Uh, and Shep says, but you weren't and you're alive and that's a good thing. Uh, he's like, yeah, I guess so. Um, oh. what, Is what did that, you say? Was that, was that the exact quote? Uh, I believe that was the end of the quote. Yeah. Okay. Cause, cause M Shep says, I'm glad you didn't, we wouldn't have met. Oh no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We didn't get that. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, and so, you know, you, you you say that line and he, you know, always he ends up where Steve Cortez always ends up with like, mm-hmm. don't worry, I won't give up on you. I won't give up on this, you know, whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. No one's giving up. Not the Turians, not me, not you. Uh, and then there was a Paragon interrupt that I missed because I missed it was it so fast. I missed it, too, because I was it I was, was so saying, fast. I, and I like I grabbed my thing at like the just the wrong moment. Yeah. Me too. Um, I forgot what it is. It's probably like a hug or something. I, I, that's why I was assuming it was like a hug or something, which I like, ugh, I wish I could have hugged the man. Let me hug this man. You're like, you're doing great. Pat, pat, pat. Uh, and so then we head back onto the Normandy SR2, the ship we we pilot. Uh, and as we head in, 
we run into none other than Ashley Williams. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hey, sorry that things got crazy. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, it kind of did get crazy, but like, I, it's fine. Like, why? And then you, you, you kind of like just kind of gloss over the fact that like maybe you both almost shot each other. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Uh, and you're like, so what what was the deal? Like, what what were you doing being, you know, with Udina, with Udina, like being a specter or whatever? And she's just like, I was just like sitting in that bed, you know, not doing anything, feeling like I wasn't helping. So when Udina offered me the chance to become a specter and to like help him, I was like, yeah, I jumped at the chance because I just wanted to do anything. And so, uh, you know, that's that's how she ended up there. But she's like, you know, I'm, I'm glad you talked me down, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and then tells you that Hackett has offered her a place in the Alliance uh, Navy mm-hmm. uh, at his side. And you get the option to say, come with us or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what did Jin do here? I invited her. I was like, did I, you? Yeah, I was like, well, you know, like I the reason to save her was to do things differently. And so I want to like see, mm. you know, what happens if you have Ashley on the ship and like, mm you know, how she changes. And then I also had a moment of like, oh, this is going to be deliciously messy. Um, (laughs) So obviously I was all in. Um, Yes. The mess. Um, I, I, Gortney told her to go with Hackett (gasps) because, yeah, because I think this lines up with Gortney's or slash my meta reason, maybe um, for like rescuing Ashley in Mass Effect one to be like, look, you don't have to die a fucking war hero to like reclaim your family name. Like you can just be a high ranking person in the Navy, like helping other people organize the the army and stuff, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, so that's that's what I did. You make fascinating choices. <laughs> game. Yeah, so that's like, you know, I don't know. I that that felt to me like a good continuation of that arc of like why I saved her in Mass Effect 1 as as to why. Cuz like she wants to go out on the front lines in a blaze of glory and mm-hmm. I'm like purposely denying her that so that she can just like be a regular ass person who can maybe divorce herself from her family legacy, you know? Okay. In some ways, I don't know. Okay, but now she's not your squad mate. <laughs> Well, now she's not my squad mate. No, but I did get a very nice email from her that was like, um, like Hackett has me in this position where like people are coming to me and then I have to find practical solutions for things. And like, I'm really good at it. Mm. She's like, I, I, I I guess I never really realized how much of a, of a good practical thinker I am. But now people come to me with these things and I have to come up with practical solutions and I'm like really, really good at it. So thank you for letting me go. Right. So there you go. Uh, master tactician <laughs> Ashley Williams oh uh, <laughs> helming the Alliance fleet. And so then uh, you hop on the ship. Uh, and when you get on, there is a conversation immediately uh, with Anderson and Hackett. Yakit with Hackett. Oh yeah, with featuring Anderson. <laughs> featuring Anderson. Uh, yeah, and Anderson brings up the fact that, like, hey, I heard you run into Kai Lang. I know him. Uh, when I was with Kaylee Sanders in that book slash movie, was it a book? Um, book, yeah. I, he says I shot him in both of his legs once, which is like mm-hmm. a 
crazy sentence to say. Um, it's very funny. Uh, but it seems like he's come back stronger. So like, be careful because dude's kind of yeah. fucked up, fucked yeah, up strong. I'll, I'll Cerberus is tinkering on him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he says, I'll send you what I know about him, but like chances are it's not going to be super helpful because that was like a long time ago and he is like clearly very different, mm-hmm. but I will send you uh, the, the stuff. Uh, and just to touch on that really quickly, Kai Lang was uh, enlisted when he was 16, but the uh, <laughs> his document says that he forged his like, yeah, he forged that stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of interesting stuff in that. It's a uh, yeah. 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 The files that uh, Anderson sends you. Yeah. Uh, and so then uh, Hackett tells you that the Asari counselor has been uh, requesting an update regarding the crucible. And also the Asari and Solarians mm-hmm. have now been scared into helping us, uh, which is yes. thumbs up. Great. Uh, I don't know Tim. why. I don't know why it took you this long. Um, <laughs> there were literally giant aliens destroying planets and it took you like a hundred humans like shooting mm. up the place you lived or the, the place that your highest ranking member lived. Yeah. It's just, uh, I mean, I get it. And like, I understand like why <laughs> that is how it is, but like, man, that's frustrating. Sucks, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. Um, and then Hackett is like, Hey, so this crucible thing is like definitely a weapon, mm-hmm. but like, also we don't know what it does or really how to use it. So like, hopefully we'll figure that out at some point. Yeah. Um, and, and says that, uh, that is what, um, I forget what the thing is called. That uh, the catalyst. For. Yeah. He said, hopefully that is what the catalyst will make clear, mm-hmm. uh, so that we can use it to wipe out the reapers. And you like finish his sentence at, at one point. Cause he's like, yeah, we know it's strong enough to wipe out the reapers. Uh, and he there's like an implied second part of that sentence. And Shepard is like, but we need to figure out how to do it without destroying everybody else. And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, pretty much. It's like, Oh, okay, great. Um, so that's what, we're doing um and then hackett's fucking sign off here is the gods of war haven't given up on us yet yeah what are we doing my uncle is very hardcore <laughs> he's very hardcore heaven does exist and does exist <laughs> and also and a pantheon of gods also apparently yeah sure can you imagine uh, if hackett is just like he just worships like aries that he's like <laughs> He, he what prays- is it called? It's, uh, oh there's like a name for like people who practice modern Hellenism. Um, oh, I don't know. It could just be Hellenism. That, I think that's just oh. it. Yeah. There you go. Um, there are people who do that. And <laughs> it appears that my Uncle Hackett one is of one of them. You just oh. know. You just know that his girlfriend got him into it. Yes, dude. And was like, you should you should worship Aries. That should be your patron God. Yeah. She, she bought, she bought him like a, st- a statuette of Aphrodite mm-hmm. and it's like, I love you and whatever. <laughs> and then he's like, he's, he has an entire above his bed is just the entire pantheon in statuette mm-hmm. form. <laughs> anyway, so you finish that conversation. Uh, and then Liara comes up to talk to you. Uh, and it's like, Hey, there's a, a sorry, distress signal. And then you're like, okay, well, we'll check it out. <laughs> uh, but no, she tells you that, that, uh, does she tell you that it's the Ardayakshi no, place? She, no, she okay. just says it's, yeah, it's just in a, a distress yeah. signal from that the, like, Asari high command made her aware of. And she was like, if they're telling me, it must mean that they, like, want you to help. So, yeah. I, like, we figured out where it is. And so we can, like, yeah go there yeah and she does tell you that they've sent some commandos to wherever and they have just like totally disappeared so it's like okay Mm -hmm. cool definitely a great vibe and it's gonna be fine yeah uh and listener 
listener, it is so much worse than you could it's imagine. So it's bad. <laughs> so bad, dude. I cannot wait to talk about that. Um, anyway, so now just running around the Normandy, um, Joker is uh, talking about Cerberus and is like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they're trying to get into politics now. Ha ha ha. And you're like, wait, didn't you like love working for them? Something about leather seats or whatever. And he's like, blah, blah, blah. It's like you're kind of clowning on each other. Uh, and then he uh, is like, oh, so... You know, it's it's kind of a shame that Ash couldn't come work on the ship. And uh, Courtney says, well, we all go where we're ordered, Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, and he and he he just says understood. And then and then goes just for the record, though, and turns around, stands up, gets like face to face with Shepard and salutes. And you're like, what are you doing? And he just says, giving you the respect you deserve, Commander, and then sits back down. And I like screamed at my television. Whoa. I loved that moment. I love that moment so much. What happened for you? <laughs> That's so wild. Um, I, I like almost don't understand it, except in the context of the conversation I had with him, um, <laughs> which was like, I didn't take any specific notes, but it was basically he was basically like, oh, it's like I, I I'm surprised. Uh, maybe maybe not like I'm surprised, but he was just like, uh, it, you know, it's interesting having Ash back after she like held you at gunpoint and like. <laughs> you know almost got the council killed and whatever mm-hmm. and you're like uh, you know it's like it's good to have her back whatever but yeah so he didn't he didn't do that but i it almost feels like he's he's basically being like she didn't respect you that much if like <laughs> like him getting up and saluting you in that moment it almost mm. at least from like the conversation i had i'm like is that what <laughs> what he's getting at there i don't know yeah. that was wild yeah I, I i think just in the context of the like you know we all go where we're ordered i think he just for some reason felt the need to make it clear that he's like he's not here because he's ordered to be he's here oh. because he like respects mm. the shit out of shepherd interesting um yeah uh that's all i had for that one i love that but that's yeah that's a cool <laughs> yeah damn it was really 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 great because like he started standing up and i was like what's happening yeah what's going on are we about to salute (laughs) (laughs) and then gordy like looks at him too like what are you doing like what's up i think she says what's this (laughs) like showing you the respect you deserve uh just really good and then you talk to edie (laughs) jesus christ um she is thinking about reapers and synthetic life and like how the reaper on tachanka was taken out by she says by a worm yeah um uh, and joker's like saying stuff in the background and she's completely ignoring him but he's like now we just need a gun that shoots thresher malls but she totally ices him out and does not respond <laughs> and then it just like is is contemplating the 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 meaning of synthetic life mm-hmm. like what the purpose of synthetic life is um yeah because she basically implies seeing a reaper die made her think about her own mortality (laughs) oh i didn't even make that connection jesus christ yeah she like she doesn't make it but but at least Jin was like are you saying like that got you thinking about your own death yeah and so then um she's like well i get organic life is like basically to perpetuate itself you know generation after generation etc but the purpose of synthetic life isn't clear like my only points of comparison are the geth and the reapers and like i i i don't feel like i fall in line with either of them so i'm really unsure like what the purpose of my life is um and and Gortney's like well i mean people don't exist just to procreate like they also exist to just like 
do their work or like mm-hmm. be good or love and she's like oh that's interesting i'll have to think about that and then it's silent for a couple seconds and it's like ah, i thought about it you're right <laughs> because she's like read over you know every whatever philosophy like relationship book about you know like how to be a better person without uh, mm-hmm. having kids or whatever and she's like i'll change my primary directives to work altruism and love and joker's like you're just can you do that can you just decide to become a good person and she's like well it'll take a little bit of time but yes Mm -hmm. um so edie's got a moral compass now i guess i um i found i do actually have notes very brief about uh, that conversation with joker but Mm. shepherd literally is like go easy on on ashley like you get you get like a dialogue choice and i chose like go go easy on her you know Mm. um but yeah, he like kind of roasts her <laughs> a little bit. That's um, so yeah, I think that 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 sort of puts the the respect thing in <laughs> yeah. perspective, which is really cool. Yeah, I wanted to touch on the mail. Yes, please. Yes, I I have some some fun mail. The please mail, tell me. It never fails. Um, nice. So a thing starts happening where um people start asking you to hang out. Um, yes. <laughs> so in this round, I got trainer Jack and James. Me too. We're all like, hey, like, oh, no, uh, Jack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the Jack one might actually be for the conversation that we already had with her. Um, but it was in my mailbox. Um, it's like, hey, meet me on the Citadel. Um, mm. and trainer was like, hey, like, we should hang out sometime. And James was like, mm-hmm. hey, can I have a word at some point? So you yes, get all yes, this yes. Email. I just love that they're all like sending you emails about this. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's like a little you get a little side quest from um their Turians who email you that there's like a volus bold who's been feeding their intel to cerberus din korlak who i believe is the guy yes. from thane's mission right his oh, intro mission oh yeah i think so i think I, yeah the name sounds familiar anyway you, you get the intel on kai lang in addition to mm. the that like faking his credentials to listen to the alliance um <laughs> He got an N7 designation, um, so he was, like, a pretty good soldier, and then, like, Mm -hmm. right after was dishonorably discharged and imprisoned for killing someone. And it was, like, a first-degree murder murder charge. So, like... (laughs) Christ! And uh, the elusive man helped him escape prison and then has, like, employed him for, like, a decade now. Mm -hmm. And then you also get an email from Hackett that's like, hey, we need to dry dock the Normandy for a little bit, Um, so, like, it's a good opportunity for you to take some shore leave maybe check out anderson's cool apartment cool apartment the yeah. citadel. <laughs> um this is the the citadel dlc sure off. A, lot of, a lot of fun mail yeah uh i got one um which i guess you didn't get because uh on the Prague mission i guess you ended up killing aresh agdashlu uh who was the the guy who had come back to Prague and was going to like start training kids again <laughs> to like be biotic weapons. Uh, yeah, we, I, think we, uh, I did let Jack kill him. Yeah. So I had let him go. And so I got uh, an email about Elysium um, or no, no, sorry. This isn't an email. This was a shadow broker thing. It was a shadow broker like oh. file, whatever. But it tells it, it talks about an attack on Elysium uh, where Arish Agnishlu, who was, you know, the, the, the guy that we didn't kill on Prague was like in this human colony. And when the Reapers showed up, he like held them off to allow oh. uh, like everybody to escape the colony before he was overtaken by, by the the husks and stuff. Um, so damn, we helped. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. I don't know. I, I, I like that. And yeah, I, we've talked about it already. We don't yeah, need to talk about it more, a but nice ending. I, I like, you know, when we see how our choices have affected mm-hmm. stuff, even if it's just in like a little email, it's yeah. nice. Um, 
yeah so like you said we got those uh emails to meet up and so i was like okay well let me go talk to james and so i went to go talk to james and he was like hey (laughs) that was it i was like oh i guess i have to go to my and and i trainer and i i got one from uh, diana allers um okay. they they both wanted to meet in the mm-hmm. the captain's quarters i haven't um, done any of these yet okay oh okay okay yeah sorry um, i played today no you're good <laughs> yeah no, no, no you're fine I, I did a streamlined version <laughs> yeah no you're fine uh james does say when you talk to him this whole war is loco which is like jesus christ so true um so true <laughs> verdad yeah and then he's like confused as to why people can't just band together and like yeah i agree buddy like i don't know what to tell you Mm. and so then you head to the fucking crew deck and the elevator opens and there's your best friend garris vicarian Mm -hmm. looking at the names of the dead people yeah um and like jesus christ man Mm-hmm. immediately it's like okay well this is gonna be heavy yeah he just sort of it sort of starts with like hell of a day you know with citadel and udina and you almost had mm-hmm. to put down a friend yeah um and then he asks if it had come down to it could you have pulled the trigger i said yes i said no <laughs> <laughs> damn man yeah wow I, I had a feeling that courtney would say yes yeah uh she's uh pretty pragmatic i would say yeah so yeah uh and he's like well i'm glad you didn't have to do that (laughs) okay yeah um jin's answer was we start killing our friends and war turns into murder i'm like i don't know that that really answers any any of the (laughs) the complex things at, at uh at play here but sure yeah War isn't murder as long as the person you're shooting disagrees with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyway. But then he he responds, at least Ash didn't have to join Caden. Um, yeah. And we, yeah, just say, let's hope he's looking out for us. And he is. He's right there. there he <laughs> he is. Is. <laughs> I, I like I miss having him in this game so much because I, yeah. I do. Yeah, I do really like I feel like he gets much cooler in Mass Effect mm. 3. Um, so I'm, I'm sad that he's not here, especially because Ashley had nothing to say to me. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah. I was just like, Hey Shepard. Like she didn't like to start out. I don't know if it was like, cause I remember there is definitely like a whole dialogue with Caden. Um, but I don't remember if it, if it is at this point or if it's later, but yeah, she had nothing to say to me on this initial round. Damn savage. Liara doesn't have anything to say. Uh, Chakwas wants to talk, which is, mm-hmm. I always love. Same. And she's basically like, hey, a bunch of refugees just arrived at the Citadel along with a shipment of like military grade, you know, uh, supplies and everything that's just kind of like sitting there. And I just happened to notice that we kind of have an excess of like civilian goods. Mm-hmm. Um, in so terms of just two- supplies. In terms of medical supplies. About, yeah. yeah. And she's like, this is just an observation I've made. And you're like, <laughs> okay, I'll organize a trade. Um, <laughs> she's like, that's great, because I'll be able to uh, make Metagel better. Um, you're like, okay, cool, great. Um, yeah, sick. Mm-hmm. Um, tells us to go to Tactus, uh, to, or talk to Tactus in the uh, dock on the Citadel. So we'll have to do that at some point. Yep. Uh, I'll just talk about the Diana, the Diana Allers interview. Never mind. No, I won't. There was there was nothing there. It was there was the the, the, the <laughs> did a Diana Allers interview. It, yeah, it was it was an interview that was like, hey, do you think that people should be scared and afraid of Cerberus <laughs> and not help the Alliance anymore? And you're like, no, they shouldn't be scared because Cerberus usually fails um, less or no, they they fail just as much as they succeed. And like 
this attack on the citadel obviously took a lot of uh a lot of their resources so like we shouldn't have to worry about another one um which seems like a really misguided thing to say but and you're like yeah uh, the war's going well and you give the, the camera a thumbs up <laughs> um you don't actually give the camera a thumbs up just for the record but you should uh, you should yeah and then before we head out trainer told me i don't know if you also got this that anderson was on vidcom did you get that yeah i didn't do it because i thought it would be the same thing oh no did you not talk to javik uh it was a pretty memorable conversation maybe i don't know what did javik say (laughs) when i talked to javik he he was like Ugh, filthy traitors about like the the citadel mission we just did oh um, yes about about what they do with traitors mm-hmm. yeah dude the prothean method for dealing with traitors uh <laughs> was to rip their limbs off one by one and force them to eat their own flesh or starve or starve sir this is a wendy's <laughs> like <laughs> i don't want to know this yeah yeah uh it's yeah it's it's rough no the anderson conversation is is pretty low-key he's just like oh the resistance likes to get news about the normandy like it, it makes them it makes them happy when you do good stuff and the normandy succeeds and you're like okay cool great uh and then cool. you give a thumbs up to the camera and then you give a thumbs up to the camera yeah uh you actually turn to the game camera and she gives a thumbs up to you the player and says great great gaming and so then it's time unless you had anything else on the normandy no, this time i don't okay it's time to head to <laughs> it's called Lasus is how you yeah. say it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> which uh, yeah. which really hits a certain way post twenty twenty one. We head to Lasus for the Asari <laughs> mission. I took with me Liara, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, and Javik. Okay. Um, I took Liara and Ash because this month's for the girls. Um, yeah, <laughs> nice. I just felt like I, I was like, let me take Liara because uh, obviously um, mm-hmm. and let me take Ashley because she's here now. Um, and that was a mistake. Sure. Is she just she like really racist the whole time? Says, <laughs> she's not. <laughs> not they, racist <laughs> she's not okay. like explicitly like fuck the asari but yeah multiple times she's like Ugh, i can't believe we're having to do this so like we get in when we're Girl. in the in the shuttle like we get the intel that we're headed to nardat yakshi monastery it's like the Ardat yeah, Monastery, where like Ardat yakshi isolate themselves to avoid like basically being morinth um fucking the world to death <laughs> which like by the way in the last game samara was like there are three Ardat yakshi and they're all my daughters but there are definitely more than that yes here so i don't really understand so yeah the asari high command sent some commandos to investigate their distress signal and ash goes so the asari are throwing us at the problem what's the plan she like scoffs oh my literally God, scoffs like a moody teenager i'm like girl don't make me regret saving your life and then also again not killing you and then also bringing you on this mission don't make me regret doing you had three chances three chances to not be this disappointment and uh you failed um so yeah so the commandos were um under orders to purge the monastery if there was any risk that the ardagyak she could get loose um so they had a bomb yeah they had a bomb because you're like 
oh, purge. That's interesting. You're like, yeah, blow up the planet, you know, with all the people on it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, um, well, maybe, or Sir Gortney at least was like, maybe we should like check first before we just like explode the planet mm-hmm. because you know maybe it's not that bad <laughs> and so we we uh begin walking through the very very spooky monastery yeah mass um, does horror really well really well you realize like between this and um that tuchanka uh, level over your going yeah. through the catacombs it's like damn this is good it's like there's, it's scary yeah it's dark so you're using your flashlight again the music is creepy there's like mm-hmm. screaming in yes the oh my god as you're going you have to you have to manually manually you have to climb down ladders to get like in the dark because the elevators are broken and you have to climb like three levels down to this dark room with screaming, um, which is like not super great. Mm-hmm. And you find a dead Asari on the ground and a sorry commando on the mm-hmm. ground, uh, along with a couple of cannibals. So you're like, okay, well the Reapers are here. Fuck. This isn't going to be good. Exploring that first room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a part where uh, if you like run into one of the back corners, there's like the sound of like a wrench dropping or something. Mm-hmm. And Shepard's like, oh, my God, what was that? like? Oh, keep keep an eye, like keep an mm-hmm. ear out. We we I, I heard something. And Liara's like, oh, sorry, that was me. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's really good. So funny. That's like yeah. peak comedy. That's absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Tara was watching me play this bit and she she and I both laughed out loud at that. It was like that's great. Absolutely amazing writing. Yeah. Um, so we make our way uh, deeper into this facility and we find none other than Samara. Hi, Samara. Uh, and you go into the room and she's like, ah, I almost didn't hear you. Great job. <laughs> like, OK. Uh, and, you know, it's pretty obvious why she's here. But she's like, yeah, I came to find my daughters. Like, I can make sure my daughters were going to be OK. Um, but it seems that it's too late. Hey, all of this happens if you didn't kill Samara. Oh, fuck me. Yes. Okay. What happened? What happened? Nothing. Morinth Nothing. Not, Morinth is not here. Oh, um, what you girl. do find are there's some like email at some point, like between some of the people who like run the monastery or whatever. Some of the Asari and they're like, we need to continue to not let Morinth's emails through to her sister's. So, oh yeah, God. so Morinth has been trying to contact them and has been <sighs> unsuccessful. And then later on the Normandy, um, we actually uh, can see those emails through Liara's uh, oh, Shadow Broker terminal, course. which, um, yeah, so basically it's clear they were never delivered um, when like around the time that that Samara died, she sent them an email that I let her kill Samara. Um, <laughs> she sent an email um, and lied to them and told them that she died fighting the collectors. She said, you deserve to know she passed on while chasing the justice she loved so much. I'm sure her last thoughts must have been of you. Oh, wow. That's yeah. actually really heavy. I know it is. It's like, like on the one hand, it's like clearly she's like, you know, she doesn't want to tell them that she did it. But at the same time, she like wants them to be like you know like she wants them to be proud of of their mother and whatever so like she didn't have to say that um that yeah i think that 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 hints at some guilt yeah i think uh of like oh i killed my mom and i don't actually feel any better about it right fuck um 
And there's a couple more emails where she's just like, I've seen I've seen like the most amazing places in the galaxy. And she sort of like describes some of the places that she's been. And um, and like, you know, she's like, I understand why you have isolated yourselves, but I wish that like they didn't keep you like so sequestered. Mm. Um, And then her last email is basically like I like if you ever want to to come out here, like I do think that like you could you know, like you could do it without like destroying the world or whatever. Mm. And it would, I, you know, I think you would love to like see the universe or whatever. It's like, Mm. it's very sad. Um, she clearly like had like love for her sister. She really wanted to like see them again. Um, she like talked about how much she missed them and yeah, they never got these emails. Damn dude. Yeah. Um, so that sort of makes up for the fact that she's not here literally at all. Um, but yeah, she's not here literally at all. damn there's yeah wow shit that's fucked mm-hmm. um so then my next note is uh all caps ah ha 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 no thank you what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> yeah. um because when you meet up with samara you actually meet up with her rescuing her daughter mm-hmm. Philaire. F- Philaire. <laughs> i keep saying yeah. Philaire because i'm like it's like my last name but that's not how you say it um but i can't i, I can't say it, it correctly. actually yeah yeah okay. that's how i would say it i don't think it's falar yeah i, I don't think know it man. is falar um <laughs> anyway. in this case uh, for me i just like find falar and um mm. yeah and then i think uh, it continues basically the same um so samara saves falar's life and is she's like ah oh, we have to go rescue rila uh who is her sister mm-hmm. um and they they captured her and she's in the great hall we have to go get her and then she just like hovers over an edge and like jumps mm-hmm. down to a level below and you're like and then samara does the same and you're like i'll meet you down there yeah <laughs> you have to actually like go and run around it's very funny but so the ahaha no thank you what the fuck mm-hmm. uh is that we run into for the first time mm-hmm. and i wish was the last but i know that's not true no. um a banshee mm-hmm. a, a reaper banshee and so these are the you know Asari versions of husks, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are very tall and long with big spindly fingers. Mm-hmm. And also they can just fucking like teleport, yep. uh, you know, 20 feet at a time mm-hmm. toward you uh, in maybe the one of the most unsettling things I've ever seen in a video game. Yeah. Um, it's absolutely horrific and I hate it. And you did not mention the screaming. I didn't mention the screaming. They do just keep they do just screaming. screaming. They just love to scream. It's the scary. girls love to scream. The girls love screaming. This was for the girls. Um. <laughs> it's it's a bad vibe and it is, it's scary and yeah. man is it's just so fucking horrifying. Mm-hmm. At one point walking around the uh monastery, you know, you can see like out into the the actual planet itself and it's like this snowy planet in the middle of nowhere. Oh, and so pretty. It's really pretty. Uh, and Javik <laughs> predictably says a very Javik thing mm-hmm. of like, well, if these people existed during Prothean times, we simply would have killed them all. <laughs> um, it's like, yeah, I know okay, you would Grandpa. have, man. I'm, we, <laughs> yeah, we know about your eugenics, Javik. We get mm-hmm. it. But he does say that, and it's yeah. that is kind of the stuff that I wanted from him, bringing him on this mission. Mm-hmm. So you know, I you know, I, I'm um, happy about it. I guess Ashley at some point as we're wandering around goes, "I'm not sure how I feel about doing the Asari's dirty work." Oh and my I, I god! Notes, I'm not inviting you out anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's like we're not doing their dirty work. We're like 
fighting reapers. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah. I think um, Liara's response to Javik being like, murder, um, is <laughs> she's like, oh, you need to like, oh God, what does she say? The Asari should have rid themselves of the Adat Yokshi. By rid themselves, you mean kill. My people would never let such monsters walk among them. They didn't care for the competition. <laughs> good for her. Yeah, good for her. I agree. But then we arrive at the Great Hall and we uh, are there with Flair and Samara and they have found Rila and she's like unconscious on the ground. Uh, Liara begins trying to, you know, uh, activate the bomb because we're still mm-hmm. going to blow the planet up because it is now just full of scary reapers. Mm-hmm. Um or at the monastery. I don't know if it's the whole planet or if it's just the monastery. I assume it's just the monastery. Oh, yeah, it is just the monastery because. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing on this planet, right? Because we're on the planet after that. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Rila wakes up and then goes all embrace eternity eyes um, mm-hmm. and tries to strangle. Not in a good way. Not in a good way. No. Uh, tries to strangle Falar. And Falar's like, why did she do that? It's like, we've been- <laughs> you know, like you can see what's happening. Yeah. You know why she did it. And before you can really kind of talk that out anymore, uh, dudes show up and you got to do some shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're also looking for the detonator for the bomb because there is the bomb is there. But there's no detonator. So you're like, okay, well, the commandos must have it somewhere. So we have to find it. But then a bunch of things show up. There are two banshees here. Yes. I died in this fight so fast. Yeah. So many times. I died once. No, I died like three, three times because I didn't. And then the final time I only didn't die because I was like, oh, I should run away from them mm-hmm. instead of just standing oh, there yeah. and shooting, mm-hmm. which is usually my MO. Yeah, um, no, you shouldn't be near them. Um, no. Which is challenging when uh, your whole build is based around getting up close. But Ouch. um, yeah. but yeah, I'm, I made it work. But Man, yeah, they do just scream. They do. They're it's very really, scary. It's, it's so scary. The way that they teleport even is is horrifying. Mm-hmm. Um. It's just it's so scary. I don't even know how to describe it's just it's just it's it's scary and I need yeah. to move on before I just keep saying it's scary over and over again. There's also there's a lot of like body horror, I feel like, with that. Oh yeah. Cause yeah, like they're they're like it's it's almost like um uncanny valley where like they they have the yeah. body of a human woman but it's like sort of distorted in such a way that it's like disturbing if body horror disturbs you which it disturbs me um yeah and we do yeah. get a, a real fun close-up of them in a moment um so you really get to examine all the details mm-hmm. <laughs> of their face uh mm-hmm. and body but so after you kill these banshees um Rila wakes up and uh i don't know if she did she just have the detonator on her i think she did yeah okay so so she it, it's she reveals that like she has the detonator and is like she like tells Falar like you need to go it's too late for me like I can't you know I'll I'll mm-hmm. set off this bomb but like I can't come with you I'm already I can already feel stuff you know f- getting fucked up yeah uh, and it's like <laughs> it's getting real fucked up in here it's getting real fucked up in here um and <laughs> now that you're saying that Morinth isn't even there it makes a lot of sense to me why Samara is just completely silent this entire time mm-hmm. <laughs> she just doesn't say anything or do anything and she is just like around. Um, but anyway, so you like forcibly drag Falar onto the, uh, the elevator. Um, and as you do more banshees show up, uh, and you make your way into the elevator as the doors close, Falar like slams her body against it. It's like, ah, no. Mm -hmm. And then we get another like cutaway to the person who is about to die. And Rila is there and the banshees approach 
and they stab Rila like through the chest or through mm-hmm. the stomach or whatever and like lift her up fingers spindly fingers yeah um and like start like roaring or screaming in her face but their mouths like open bigger than a mouth mm-hmm. should and they like oh my god it's so it's scary so disturbing yeah it's really really upsetting their faces are like skulls like yeah oh god yeah yeah it's not it's not good vibes um mm-hmm. And Rila looks into the mouth of this banshee and says, we will not be your slaves, and then sets off the detonator uh, and explodes the room and, I guess, the building. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm curious what your scene looks like here. Sure. Um, with Falar. Less less intense than yours. Um, yeah, I imagine. Yeah. So, so we walk out. Falar is, she's like crying she's angry um she says you know you said you'd help her she could have come with us and i i'm like listen like she sacrificed herself to save you and she flares insisting well we could have had found a cure um and and Jin says it was too late for that and Mm -hmm. she goes you don't know that you could have tried something you should have left me with her and she's like like i have never seen any any character in this game before like have the expression that she has she is like so angry and sad um it's like her like it's like very this is not a game where characters are very expressive ever no um so it really stands out that she is and she starts like charging up her biotic powers like she's about to to attack you and um, I thought that this was going to lead to like a decision, but it doesn't. Hmm. Shepard just tells her, like, you need to stand down. And she does. Um, oh. She sort of just like, let's let's go of the anger. Um, and she says, I'm the last of my kind. And even now I'm giving you reason to finish what the Asari soldiers started. I wouldn't do well in the outside world. Leave me here. And we're like, this planet is like ruined. Can you survive here? Um, And she says, I vowed I'd never leave this planet. I never will. If the Reapers come again, I promise they won't find me here alive. Which Mm. is to me, that is very ambiguous as to like, is she is she going to like take her own Mm. life or is she is it like if they come, I will do that. Or is it just like I am going to do that? Oh, interesting. Like, I interesting. Yeah. Um, it's intense. Yeah. So we arrive on uh, planet side. Um, Felar is still, you know, very upset. And, you know, Samara kind of is the one that talks her down from, you know, whatever. She's like, I came here to do what I needed to do to, like, make sure you are are safe. But now that you are off or like now that you are out, it is like my responsibility, according to the Justicar code, to never let an Ardot Yakshi leave the monastery. So I have to, you know, I have to do what I must to mm-hmm. save my daughter. Uh, and she holds the gun, her gun to her head. And you get the option to stop her, which Courtney does. Mm-hmm. And so you like hold her arms behind her back, which, first of all, we have seen Samara do some fucking shit. There is no way that she would just like let Courtney hold her hands (laughs) behind her back. But whatever. Maybe she didn't want to hurt Courtney. Um, But she's like, you have to let me go. You have to let me do what I have to do as a Justicar. Like, I'm not going to let my daughter die Mm -hmm. or like, I'm not going to have to, you know, I'm not going to kill my daughter. I I can't go against the code or whatever, which is Mm -hmm. like okay yeah. um <laughs> and, uh but falar is like basically i i think it's the same dialogue that that you have of like i will stay here on mm-hmm. my own 
and you know you do what you need to do and and i promise that the reapers will not find me here alive Mm -hmm. um which to me is like in with the context of like samara being like oh well i'll come check up on you whenever i can like you know Mm -hmm. i'm not leaving you you know um is like well she'll stay alive you know she'll keep herself alive until the reapers show up and then she will you know do whatever but that's that's very interesting that for you it's kind of it's kind of ambiguous in that way uh, yeah which is like pretty upsetting actually yeah this is this mission is so like but when you have samara there i think it hits Mm. a lot harder um obviously um because yeah i like i think that samara is such an interesting i feel like i touched on this when we played mass effect 2 um and now i finally get to talk about it but it's like she is the like example of like paragon gone too far right like where she is so beholden to her code that it puts her in the position of having to either kill her own daughter or kill herself like yeah instead of just leaving the code behind right yeah girl wild um which is why i kind of have mixed feelings like i i kind of have mixed feelings about that whole moment Mm -hmm. um because like i don't know man like she became a justicar I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but she became a Justicar so that she could hunt down Morinth. Mm-hmm. Like that was her reasoning for it. And now Morinth is dead. Her other daughter, one one of her other daughters is dead and her final daughter is here. And like, what does she have? Like, why does she have to remain a Justicar still? Like, why can't she forsake that oath at this point? You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. I mean, she believes in it. But yeah. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that it was like. It was not that might be like the thing that made her want to become a Justicar. But I don't think that it is as far as her her adherence to the code goes, you know. Sure. Yeah. I just can't tell whether I like that more than I would have liked seeing her like throw away her her oath in order to like be with her daughter. Oh, yeah. I mean, that would be the ideal thing. But I think she's a trap. She's kind of a tragic figure. Um, Yeah, I guess it is just like, yeah, it's just like sad. And you're just supposed to feel sad about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's no I mean, there's no outcome to that that feels good. Like, you don't it's not like, yay, I prevented her from from killing herself and her daughter can now live alone on this planet. It's like there's no. Mm-hmm. There's no way to come out of this this mission feeling good. Yeah. It's just fucking depressing. Um but it's, it's depressing. It's, I, in like a say real way cuz like <laughs> Well, <laughs> no, but I but think it's, yeah, it's, I, yeah, like the stakes yeah. feel real and it's um the personal you know. stakes are real. Yeah. yeah. So that's uh that's it. That's the mission. Um mm-hmm. man, it's a that's a good one. Um yeah. it, really short but like i think really 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 Mm -hmm. packed and i think just samara is just like such a great character yeah in general um so it it works really well that she pops back in Mm -hmm. cool uh so then we go and yak it with the asari counselor and you're like hey so like you definitely were the one that leaked that information right and she's like i will confirm nor deny Um, (laughs) but like we're very thankful that (laughs) you did what you needed to do um and we've redirected the current um platoon of commandos to hack it mm-hmm. um so fr- from from lissus uh to hack it and that is where i stopped i did not do any normandy stuff uh this Sick. time okay that's it <laughs> we were just completely silent and we just started playing we just started playing the music um no uh that's that's the episode um 
thank you so much for listening. Uh, I really enjoyed this mission. I was I was really like I was like, oh, well, we actually didn't really wind up doing that much. Um, so I think this episode will be like one hour, but it's it's a lot. Well, <laughs> actually, yeah, I spent like There's 20 a... minutes whispering at you earlier. Well, so. I mean, but that's that's part of the course. That's fine. <laughs> Um, but the, the, I don't know, there's just, uh, the game is good. The writing is good and it gives you a lot to uh, talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, so I like the game and I'm, uh, excited to continue playing it. I still haven't decided what I want to do next. Okay. So I'll let you know, (laughs) but otherwise, like I said, thank you everybody for listening to this show. We like making it. And mm-hmm. we like when you listen to it. Uh, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Rate and review us on Spotify. Tweet us that like, hey, the show. I like the show. Um, join the Discord and just at me at AJ. The show is good, and that'll be that'll be good for me. That'll like make my week. <laughs> um, if you want to follow us online, we're at Async Pod on Twitter and Tumblr. My social links are in the show notes, but I'm mostly on the Discord. So go to above the chapters and join the Discord if you want to come hang out. Uh, yeah, I'm at Okimis on the internet. On the internet. <laughs> Thank you to Scout Wilkinson for making our art. Thank you to Amaranthan for making our music. Um, and thank you, Kim, for doing this show with me. Thank you, AJ, for doing this show with me. Even when I come out swinging with uh, a revolutionary new idea such as ASMR. <laughs> Never been ASMR. done before. Never, well, apparently it has. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, both of those things. Both of those things have been done. The styrofoam and the yeah. Mass Effect. I don't think the Mass Effect figurine opening has been done. So that's, sure. that's hey, wait, new crown. One, one, more, one more for the road. Yes, please. that good stuff thanks wonderful thank you Caden. (laughs) uh kim what are our final words for this episode today (laughs) the gods of war haven't given up on us yet (laughs) the face you just made maybe hopefully the gods of podcasting will give up on us and we'll never have to make a show after that uh just kidding i'll talk to you next week see ya Garbage. The online.